celebrating over two decades of consecutive broadcasts on the great game of horse racing in Las Vegas. The Race Day Las Vegas show thanks all of our listeners and sponsors for your appreciated support. The following is a Race Day Las Vegas presentation in association with Sirocco Productions Limited on the Race Day Las Vegas radio network. Gaming capital of the world, time for Race Day Las Vegas, covering the sport of kings with a Las Vegas perspective. Now to the race desk with your host, Ralph Sirocco. From the backstretch to the turf flow, at the race books and on the internet, to all horse players around the world, a good morning. Okay, good morning everybody. Welcome to the Race Day Las Vegas radio program on this Saturday. It is the 23rd day of April 2022, your date 4232022. And we welcome you to the show. We come to you live and direct from the gaming capital of the world, Las Vegas, Nevada, right here at our studio station, home base Sports Talk 1400 AM in Las Vegas, covering the world on the internet at our websites, racedaylasvegas.com.vegas.world.global. And, of course, your smartphones, those devices that you just panic when you can't find them. Your iPhones, your Androids, you can get your phone app, the radio station phone app, KSHP phone app, right at your phone app store. Stick it on your device and bada-bing, here we are. You're listening to us streaming right now. And, of course, anywhere you get your podcasting, we're there as well. So we welcome you, however, wherever, whenever, to the show on this Saturday. Uh, looking out the studio window, just a little bit ba- past 8 a.m. Pacific time here in Las Vegas. The sun is shining, the sky is blue, the ground is dry. A little cold here the, for the 23rd day of April. Remember, we had those winds that were rolling through here Monday, a little less Tuesday, a little less Wednesday, and then it picked up again. Throughout, uh, on Thursday, it was really bad. And that wind preceded, of course, a cold front. So now the cold front is over Las Vegas. Right now it's 57 degrees outside here, just 57. And we're going to get up to 77. That's going to be our topper, just 20 degrees more, 77. Then on Sunday we start warming up again. We'll have a 79 high. And then by Monday and Tuesday, oh, my goodness, Monday we're going to have 84, topping out at 84. And on Tuesday, 91. And then we're going to be in the 90s for the rest of the week. So I guess we ought to just enjoy a little bit of a comfortable weather and comfortable temperatures today here in Las Vegas. And the weather here, of course, in case you want to come on out and enjoy us for this weekend here in your gaming capital of the world. The weather across the country, however, where all the racing will be taking place, up and down the Pacific Coast, bing, clears a bell. Up and down the Atlantic Coast, bing, clears a bell. Gulf Coast, clears a bell. And for the most part, all of the weather right now is in the uh, mid-northern part of the U.S. of A. You got snow in Montana, uh, you know, and man, a lot of rain going on up there over Minnesota. A little rain and snow mixed over there north into Canada, north of the Great Lakes area. So we'll wait and see. We'll find out from uh, Tommy Masses. Uh, the weather is up there at Woodbine because uh, this is uh, the second weekend of the opening of Woodbine. And, you know, we'll be covering it for you because we had such fun with it last year. And uh, Woodbine is racing weekends right now. So it, it uh, is going to race uh, today and tomorrow. And then they'll kick into uh, a, a better, more days uh, in the upcoming weeks. But uh, we have Woodbine. So we have uh, Tommy Masses back with us today. He is uh, going to be our Woodbine guy now. 
Jonathan Hardoon's picks. We got them. He texted those to me. And then, of course, we have Rich Hang, John Lindo, Jerry J. here with us because we have racing, of course, at Oaklawn, at Keeneland, at Aqueduct. Uh, no racing in Southern California, though. They're on their little spring break. So no racing in Southern California. But we are starting our countdown, aren't we? Continuing our countdown, really. 14 days away to the Derby. Two weeks from today, it's going to be Derby Day. 14 days, 7 hours, 32 minutes, and 25 seconds and counting for the Kentucky Derby. And the Derby horses are starting to work out. Todd Pletcher is at Churchill Downs now with his uh, Derby horses and his Kentucky Oaks horses. He has this, He's going to have a string of horses at Churchill throughout the upcoming meeting. But he sent out the uh, Wood Memorial winner, Mo Donegal, and the Florida Derby runner-up, Charge It, out for their uh, breezes for the Kentucky Derby. And um, a trio of candidates for the Kentucky Oaks. So they're there, Churchill Downs, working out. Zozos and Barber Road tuned up for the Kentucky Derby after their runner-up efforts in major Kentucky Derby preps. And Simplification had a breeze of five furlongs Friday morning at Gulfstream Park, yesterday morning. And just, uh, man, they were really, really satisfied with that work. And super easy five furlongs under... Junior Alvarado, they said super easy five furlongs in 59.42. Following a strong and extended gallop out at Gulfstream. Lots of people really impressed with that. He went six furlongs in 111.95, seven eighths in 124 and 10. This is uh, before he was really eased up and pulled up after the work. Went the mile in 137.52. (laughs) simplification starting to turn to screws for the Kentucky Derby and of course Derby horses uh, and their the connections of course working out in their home tracks and making their way to Churchill Downs because we got two weeks that's it 14 days Um, no real defections yet from the uh, top 20 as you know both early voting and um uh, in due time. Well, early voting, uh, especially, is in. The, he's number fourteen. They're still on the fence with him. So we'll find out what's going on. There'll be a little flex going on in the Kentucky Derby, with the uh, field of twenty and those who qualify with points. And of course, the Kentucky Oaks. I tell you what, they. I got to tell you, this Kentucky Oak is going to be a blockbuster. I'm telling you. I mean, you, you can go six deep. You could go. You could do a six deep trifecta box and may not hit it with Kathleen O and Echo Zulu and Nest and Yuyu Guri and Desert Dawn and Nostalgic. What about Secret Oath? There's seven right there. Going to be a good one, the Kentucky Oaks. And so we move on. But uh, we'll have all that stuff going on. We'll have all the latest information by the time we get two weeks from yesterday, because two weeks from yesterday, which is only 13 days away now, is the Kentucky Oaks Day card at Churchill Downs. And uh, we invite you to join us here in Las Vegas for a South Point Derby seminar, which will happen right after the Kentucky Oaks Day of Racing is concluded, 6 o'clock Friday night, May 6th, in the Grandview Lounge, which is right next to the race book. Got a nice stage there, nice uh, seating with tables and all that. It'll be in the Grand View Lounge. Of course, the in-house handicapper and uh, certainly one of our top contributors on the show, John Lendo, and myself. And we'll be hosting Brad Free from the Daily Racing Forum to go over the Kentucky Derby, do a seminar on the Derby, do a little recap of what we witnessed and what we can take in handicapping for the next day from the Kentucky Oaks Day card. And maybe look at a few other races and a few other horses that um, 
you know, might be good bettable horses, good action for the Derby Day card. Because on Derby Day, you not only have the Kentucky Derby, but you'll have the Churchill Downs Stakes, a grade one, the Derby City Distaff, a grade one, the Knicks Go Overnight Stakes, the Churchill Distaff Turf Mile, a grade two, the Bourbon Turf Classic, a grade one, and the Pat Day Mile, a grade two. In addition to the Kentucky Derby on Derby Day and on Kentucky Oaks Day, in addition to the Kentucky Oaks, you'll have the Ali Sheba Stakes, the Edgewood Stakes, both grade twos, the Eight Bells, a grade two, the La Trion, a grade one, and the uh, Modesty, a grade three, and the Twin Spires Turf Sprint, a grade two. So it's going to be a blockbuster weekend. Come out and join us for the Kentucky Derby Seminar. Now, here's the deal. The seminar will be after that Kentucky Oaks card at 6 o'clock on Friday. Then the next day on Derby Day, we'll all be up at the uh, big Derby viewing party in the ballroom upstairs to bet and play and watch the Kentucky Derby and the Derby Day card. With, of course, uh, the big big uh, convention tables with the seating that you can put all your handicapping paraphernalia there. And, of course, food and beverages and, and bedding windows. So it all happens Derby weekend, May 6th and May 7th, Friday and Saturday. You can have a Derby weekend package if you want it here in Las Vegas. Those two nights covering all the good stuff there at the South Point for $299 for the rooms and all that stuff there. So just come on and out and join us. We're going to have a lot of fun. That's for sure. Okay? A couple of quick notes. Yesterday, the champion, Malathat, won the double dog dare stakes at Keeneland. She had to come from off the pace to do it, pretty much off the pace, because in this race, Flavian Pratt took Lady Mystify out and try to bottom out the field down the backstretch. Lady Mystify had like six, seven lengths on the second horse. Malathat wasn't that. Malathat came from mid-pack. But when they turned for home, Lady Mystify kind of hit the brick wall. And then Malathat came along. Super Quick came along. Malathat took the lead. Bonnie uh, South made a late run. And Malathat won the double dog there. In her return to racing, holds off uh, the Bonnie South to win that race. John Velasquez aboard. Filthy, filthy favorite. Boy, she was bet down to, like, change. $2.60 for a $2 win bet. Bonnie South was second. Dead Heat for third. Super Quick and Lady Mystify both hit the wire at the same time for third in the Double Dog Dare. Luis Saez had uh, three wins on the card yesterday. And he paired up with uh, trainer Eddie Keneally for two of those. And uh, your uh, pick six paid $6,816.60 because in the last race, they popped with the long shot at $51 even. That completed the day's racing yesterday at Keeneland. So Luis Saez had a big day there yesterday. And so did Malathat. By the way, the all-turf pick three, races 5, 8, and 10 at Keeneland with prices of 5, even 10, 20. And the last race, the $51 horse, winning numbers of 5, 9, 6. And you know that last race made it happen, the $3 payoff, $1,783.80. Yeah, that made it happen, right? Uh, Aqueduct yesterday. It was uh, a day, uh, Jose uh, Gomez, the hot-riding apprentice there, won the first two races, $20 and change each. Then Jerry J. had a reverse play. His horse ran second to the favorite in the third race at $3.30. Then he had a $61.50 upsetter in the fourth race, and then the fifth race a $10.60 winner. Well, you combine all that together, and you got an early pick five with the Winning numbers of six nine one three seven, that paid thirty two thousand seven hundred and seventy eight dollars. Man, oh man, oh man. Mm. Big pick four and pick five payoffs yesterday at Aqueduct. 
And needless to say, the pick six. Going to have a carryover today. They didn't hit it. Oakland Park yesterday, uh, last race pick five, last pick five. You know, John Linda was talking about that. Eight eighty, eleven eighty, eight dollars even, seven twenty and ten forty get you twenty two hundred and seventy nine dollars and fifty cents for that pick five at Oakland. So we got a lot of good stuff happening. And uh, we're gonna get started because we got our handicappers coming up, so let's get started and do this stuff. All right. When we come back we'll have your racing menu. And of course we'll go to Tommy Massa's standing by and Woodbine and get all the other handicappers and your twin Q report as well. So we got st- we still got a lot to do. So don't go away. We'll be right back. STN Sports is the only sports betting app you need this season. STN Sports has it all. In-play betting, mobile parlay cards, the Play Plus card to fund and withdraw from anywhere in Nevada, and a $50 new sign-up bonus. STN Sports even lets you earn rewards for every bet. Safe and easy betting from your phone or tablet. Go to StationCasinoSports.com or sign up at any Station Casino or Wildfire. Details available at all sportsbooks. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. from drf.com is the exclusive past performance content provider for the race day las vegas show all righty just giving you another quick note on a derby horse the the japanese horse you know the one that won the uh, uae derby and uh, immediately went to churchill downs been there a while well he had an eventful morning yesterday morning his exercise writer masa matsuda was dumped uh, it seems like uh, they took a left turn out of the starting gate while schooling there just about after 8 o'clock in the morning, and, and he ran off, but he got apprehended. They they caught him without uh, without any incident, but uh, he was running around loose there for a while. Crown Pride was. But both, uh, both the horse, Crown Pride, and Matsuda escaped uh, incident unscathed. So uh, he's feeling his oats. Crown Prince, that's for sure. Uh, another quick uh, note or two. Uh, Monmouth is going to open with uh, the HISA riding crop rules. Now, this is the new government agency with the rules there. And I saw a tweet from Jose Ortiz <laughs> that was critical of it. I'm going to leave it at that. But uh, that riding crop rule is going to crop up there at Monmouth Park when they open up. And one final sad note, green light go was euthanized following a workout at Belmont Park. Uh, Jimmy Jerkins, the trainer, said he was heartbroken off of that, but uh, following that workout, he had to be euthanized. Green light go. Which is gone. Okay, time for your menu of racetracks available today in the Racebook Simulcast Centers and racetracks around the country. I want to remind you, the first post times we broadcast on the show each and every day reflect that of the Pacific Time Zone. So if you're here in Las Vegas, getting ready to go out to the race books today, uh, these will be the first post times that roll out in your books, in the race books here in Las Vegas, where we emanate and originate all the stuff at Sports Talk 1400 AM. We are in the Pacific Time Zone. Now, if you're listening on the websites, the phone apps, podcasting, however, wherever you get us, 
Remember that this racing menu reflects the start times in the Pacific time zone. If you're not in the Pacific time zone, adjust to it. Don't want you to miss anything like I miss mom and dad, okay? First post times are Pacific. So, without any further ado, if you are ready, we will start your racing menu for today, Saturday, April 23rd. Okay, here we go. We begin with Tampa Bay Downs. Now, Tampa Bay Downs has nine races today, and they have a pick six jackpot carryover of 15636 bucks. First post time, Tampa Bay is at 915 Following that, we got Laurel Park, and Laurel Park's got five $100,000 stakes races today. They are in a row. It begins in the sixth race with the King Leatherbury at five and a half furlongs on the turf. Then you have the Promenade Stakes at six furlongs. Phillies and Mares, three-year-olds and up. That's the seventh. The eighth race is the Dahlia at a mile on the turf. Phillies and Mares, three-year-olds and up with a full field there. Then you got the Native Dancer at a mile and one-eighth for three-year-olds and up. That's the ninth. And then the tenth race will be the Henry S. Clark Stakes at a mile on the turf for three-year-olds and up. Five $100,000 stakes races in a row. The last five on the card at Laurel. First post time for their 10-race card is set at 9.40. 9.40, and the Pick 6 jackpot carryover there today is $6,035. Laurel Park. Five nice stakes races there today. All right, 9.40, first post. Keeneland is next. They got 10 races. Uh, they have uh, two nice stakes races. They're back-to-back. The eighth race will be the $300,000 grade three Ben Ollie at a mile and one-eighth for four-year-olds and up. Scratch number eight, title ready. Number eight, title ready is out. That leaves seven to go in the Ben Ollie. Two-to-one favorite there is Warrant with Flavian Pratt. Then the half-million-dollar grade two Elkhorn Stakes at a mile and a half on the turf for four-year-olds and up is the ninth. Scratch number four, Phantom Currency. The four, Phantom Currency, a late scratch in the Elkhorn. That'll leave a field of eight. And the two-to-one favorite there is Channel Maker with Luis Saez aboard. Ten races today at Keeneland in a first post time of 10 a.m. 10 a.m. first post at Keeneland today. All right. Next up comes Gulfstream Park. Now, you know Gulfstream Park has that uh, rainbow pick six carryover going on there. Pick six jackpot, cash in the pick six jackpot, $66,160. But, you know, they'll they'll add cash to it, maybe $100,000, $150,000 if you become the only single ticket winner today. 11 races at Gulfstream. First post time, 10.05. 10.05, first post at Gulfstream. Then we have Woodbine. It's back, and so's Tommy Masses. Now, when they last raced at Woodbine on Sunday, they left money on the table. They got a pick-six jackpot carryover, $17,198. Super high five jackpot carryover as well, $16,991. Nine races today at Woodbine, and the first post time of 10-10. 10-10 at Woodbine today. Oaklawn Park is next. They've got 12 races. They've got an early post time and three great stakes races. Now, the first post time is 10-10. Actually, they have four stakes races. No, three. I'm sorry. Three stakes races. Here you are. Are you ready? The $1 million grade one apple blossom for Phillies and Mares, four-year-olds and up. At a mile and 16th is the fifth race on the card. There are only five in the race, but this is going to be a goodie. Oh, will there be a chess game going on in this one? Now, the 7-5 favorite is Latruska with Jose Ortiz. CC is at 2-1, to one and Clarier is 5-2. to two. A couple others, little window dressing there in Apple Blossom, but that's going to be a good renewal. That's the fifth race on the card. Then you have the $150,000 Oaklawn Stakes, a mile and one eight for three-year-olds as the eighth race on the card. Seven go to the post in that one. And then the $1 million grade two Oak Lawn Handicap, the 11th race on the card at a mile and one-eighth for four-year-olds and up. A field of eight before any scratches. Your nine-to-five favorite there is Fearless with Jose Ortiz aboard. So Ortiz riding the big favorites in both the million-dollar races today at Oak Lawn Park. 12 races. First post time, 10-10. They added a mid Race pick five and a mid-race pick four on the 12-race card. And again, early post time, 10-10 today at Oakland with those 
two $1 million stakes races. Wow. Aqueduct is next. They got 10 races. The eighth race will be part of the New York uh, State Stallion Stakes Series, the Times Square Division. The $200,000 race at six and a half furlongs for three rolls is the eighth. Two to five favorite there is Bar- Barber Barice. Wow, two to five on the morning line. Barice with Dylan Davis. Then the $100,000 Woodhaven Stakes on the inner turf course at the mile and 16 for three rolls is the ninth race. Seven go to the post in that one. First post time at Aqueduct is 10:20. Like we said, they left money on the table in the pick six. So the pick six carryover today at Aqueduct, $26,614 at Aqueduct today. Hawthorne Racecourse is next. Hawthorne has eight races today. Their first post time with a super high five jackpot carryover of $2,340 is set at uh, $1,250. Golden Gate, Northern California. They're the big California racetrack today. Nine races at Golden Gate. First post time is $115. $115 at Golden Gate today. Uh, they got a pick six jackpot carryover of $6,111 at uh, Golden Gate. First post time, $115. Then you have Evangeline Downs. They have nine races. Their first post time is 3.30. Charlestown has eight races. A couple of $75,000 stakes races today at Charlestown. <laughs> yeah. The original gold stakes is the sixth. The Confucius Say stakes is the seventh. Eight races at Charlestown and a pick six jackpot carryover of $66,747 with a first post time of 4 p.m. And then we wrap it up. Southern California, Los Alamitos, Los Al. Los Alamitos, first post time for 10 races, 620. The first two races, thoroughbreds. They got four mixed breed races, races three, four, five, and six. The last four will be quarter horse races for two-year-olds. That makes up your 10 races at Los Al this evening. And a first post time of 620 there. Okay, that's your menu for today. Now we're going to go north of the border to Canada. We're, uh, okay, you can cut out the music now. Good. All right, here we go. Tommy Massis, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. Good morning, everyone. How's the weather up there, buddy? Well, the weather in Florida is nice, but at Woodbine today, they had some showers this morning, and it's going to be, it's going to clear up and be in the, the mid to high 40s, so... Start off maybe a bit cloudy, but it should be uh, mid-card, sunny, and a bit warmer. Okay. Yeah, I know. You're still down at uh, in Florida. You won't get up there until uh, Derby weekend, right? Yeah, well, it's kind of perfect timing because we race two days this week at Woodbine. Then we race uh, the following Saturday and Sunday. Then starting May 5th, we go to our regular schedule where yeah. it's uh, four days a week, Yeah. One ten p.m., Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, and Fridays, we're gonna still have that great combo of you know we start at 4:50, uh-huh. and we blend our Woodbine Thoroughbred into our Woodbine Mohawk uh, card. It's a great thing. I, I really enjoy that at night. Yeah, it's a fun night when you get the Woodbine. And you can get those uh, two going at the same time. But uh, today, Woodbine has nine races. First post time 10:10 a.m. Pacific time. Anything that you learned from last week at Woodbine that you can apply to this weekend? Uh, not, not really, you know, uh, other than, you know, uh, uh, Kazushi Kimura, you know, was on fire last week. He was four for nine, 44%, hit the board in seven of nine races. Uh-huh. You know, that's nothing new. Uh, uh, jockey, uh, Declan Carroll makes his, uh, Woodbine, uh, I guess, premiere today. He's got a few mounts. Uh-huh. He didn't race the first week. But, you know, it, it's kind of hard to figure out the first week. And, and and I'll say one thing. Going pre-COVID, we are really advanced already. You know, it started off with some small fields uh, last week, and we're already up. If you look at the last race today, you know, you get the, start getting those six, six-and-a-half furlong races carded, and you get those full fields. So, Right. We're, now, we're ahead of schedule. We're, I'd say by, you know, by that, that four-day week, we'll be back up to, you know, seeing 100 horses a day. And now, again, uh, last weekend, the start, uh, the Saturday and Sunday, were all short sprint races, and they kind of follow suit again because there's no two-turn races today. you got five furlong, five and a half, and like you said, now they're stretching them out to six. 
and the eighth race is actually six and a half furlongs. So they're kind of easing into it. And uh, certainly uh, the jockeys and, and trainers are doing as well. Who, though, are the trainers that kind of uh, gear up their horses early in the meet to kind of take advantage of the other ones catching up? Well, uh, Robert Tiller is usually guns a-blazing mm-hmm. at the beginning. Uh, Marty Drexler, who's one of our top trainers, who I don't think he raced opening week. I think he was in the process of getting all the Florida horses back to Canada. Mm-hmm. He's coming out today, guns a-blazing. I think look out for him because most of them are winter raced and winter trained. Okay. Um, Mike DiPaolo, Bill Ferrano, Steve Chirkoff, these are guys who are, you know, that off the top of my head were in the States, and they don't fool around at the beginning of the year either. So it, it's more, you know, I think it's more important to catch trends. Mm-hmm. You know, it's these small barns like last year, David Cody, you know, average small size trainer, and all of a sudden, you know, like he's winning at 30% the first month or two. Uh-huh. And, you know, so you catch these little, I guess, I don't know, you know, you never know where they really, you know, a lot of these guys go to these training centers that they have uh, training facilities and they don't register as works. And some, you know, I don't know what the reason is for the whole barn to be on fire at the same time, but I would just follow closely. You know, we got three three weekends of two days. By the time we get into that four-day week, we should have some good data and try to figure that out. All right. You got it, my man. What are we doing today? Uh, first of all, uh, Ernie Perry, our great head clocker, yeah. his report today. Okay. Uh, you can find it at woodbine.com. You go to horse racing. You go to handicapping. You scroll down. You got to dig, and you find uh, Ernie's clocker report. Today he has two horses. Okay. Race one. Number one trading day. Okay. And you can get his note on the website. And then in race four, number one, hidden honor. Okay, so he likes the the rail horses. Maybe the rail is the place to be uh, early uh, in the meet. But uh, in the first race, he likes the one. In the fourth race, he likes the one. Again, Ernie Perry, who is uh, a, a clocker up there at Woodbine that has a lot of respect. A lot of people follow him, and you can do that on the website. Now, what about our man, Tommy Masses? Well, I had a winner. I had a winner last week, and the only reason I'm bragging about it because I think last year it took me about three months to come up with a winner. <laughs> no, you did. You did. We were duly noted that. That's for sure. Well, good. So, so you're starting out hot too. Yeah, and, and usually, you know, at the beginning of the meet, it's tough, and I try to give like last year longer bomb type horses. Hopefully, to slow people down, mm-hmm. right? But now there's none of that today, you know, that I could even dream up. So okay. I'm going to go to race seven, five furlongs. Um, We're not on the turf for a while yet. Mm -hmm. All the races are on the synthetic. Uh Looks like a lot of speed in here. And even though, you know, Marty Drexler has two in here that were down in Florida, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm worried about Dancing Doll. Dancing Doll was down there the whole winter and never raced. I don't know if it's – it could be heat issues. I remember when this horse, this horse used to be uh, a bleeder, used to be on the bleeding list a couple years back, I right, think. Right. So could run better, but not for me right away. And the other one, Millennium Force, you know, I didn't like his last race. He didn't look, you know, even though it was that Gulf Stream. So I'm going to take a shot on number six, uh, Roman Dioro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mark Cassie. Could get a setup. You know, whether it should be ready. The horse is working out in Ocala at Mark Cassie's farm. Yeah, it's five furlongs, too. It's not a long race, that's for sure. So in the seventh race, you like number six, Roman Doro, uh, the six with Cassie as the trainer. That's uh, your first pick. We'll get your second one. We'll let you go. Yeah, uh, we're going to go to uh, race number nine. Uh, okay. Race number nine looks like another race. Uh, sets up a horse off the pace. Flawless pink, uh is the horse I like, number seven. Uh, Flawless Pink won first time out, so I don't think the horse will have troubles being ready off a layoff. I think it might actually prefer the layoff. Uh-huh. You know, and looking at that five furlong race, the last race last year was off a, a short layoff, wasn't a bad race. So that that's actually, I, you know, I like this horse better than the other one. So this is probably my best bet of the day, the horse. So I'm going to really take a swing at number seven, Flawless Pink. Ninth race, number seven, Flawless Pink, 12-1 to 1 on the morning line. And uh, we know horses with the name of Pink in it uh, are horses that really run well at your place. 
Uh, so uh, we'll uh, keep that. Yeah. In, <laughs> we'll keep that in mind. Uh, ninth race, the seven flawless pink, twelve to one. Tommy Massa's play in the ninth and final at Woodbine. Tommy, where can they get the rest of your stuff? Uh, for now, for now, you know, it's just just you, Ralph. I'm on Twitter. I'm pretty okay accessible. You know, just stick to you know. I, I try to give you my best horses, and if I if I really like more than two of them, I will give you more. That's for sure. Thank you, my man. We appreciate it, but more importantly, our uh, listeners appreciate it as well. Thanks a lot, Tom. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Yeah, and I appreciate them. Believe me. I know you. Good luck, everyone. All right, you got it, my man. Yes, uh, he is one of us, so to speak. All right, that's Woodbine. I'm going to give you Jonathan Hardoon's plays now before we go to the break. After the break, of course, we've got the Twin Q and Rich Ang coming aboard. And then John and Jerry. Jonathan Hordoon has a play at both Keeneland and Oaklawn today. All right? Give you the Keeneland one first. Keeneland, uh, the eighth race, the Ben Ollie stakes. In the eighth race, he likes the three proxy. Seven to two on the morning line with the Mr. Hernandez aboard. Eighth race, the three proxy at Keeneland. Jonathan Hardoon's play, the eighth race, number three. And then at Oaklawn Park, he goes to the eighth race there. Again, another stakes race, the Oaklawn Stakes. And then the eighth race at uh, Oaklawn, Jonathan likes the one horse, Clancy's Pistol, at 8-1 to one on the morning line. So in the eighth race at Oaklawn, number one, Clancy's Pistol. And, of course, back at Keeneland in their eighth race, he likes the three-horse proxy. Get Jonathan's uh, full card uh, analysis and handicapping at Aqueduct, Oaklawn, and at Keeneland, and at Gulfstream, right at his website. Hard doing We'll be back with your Twin Q and the boys. Don't go away. STN Sports is the only sports betting app you need this season. STN Sports has it all. In-play betting, mobile parlay cards, the Play Plus card to fund and withdraw from anywhere in Nevada, and a $50 new sign-up bonus. STN Sports even lets you earn rewards for every bet. Safe and easy betting from your phone or tablet. Go to StationCasinoSports.com or sign up at any Station Casino or Wildfire. Details available at all sportsbooks. Now, here's the station's Twin Q report. Play the Twin Q today at any station's casino's race book near you. But um, bump. All right, let's get you the Twin Q from yesterday. We'll wrap that up for you. The, yesterday's Twin Q at Station Casino for $5,000 featured the 8th and 10th races at Keeneland. Now, the 8th race winner paid ten twenty, and the second horse paid nine forty. And as we told you before, the 10th and final race was a big upsetter. The 10th race, the winner paid $51, $51, and the second horse paid nine forty. All right, so that was, uh, that was a little tricky there. Anyhow, the winning numbers yesterday in the Twin Q for $5,000 were 4 and 9 with 5 and 6. 4 and 9 with 5, 6. Somebody hit it. One winner. $5,000 in the Twin Q yesterday. Congratulations to that, uh, that player. All right, today's Twin Q at Station Casinos for another $5,000 features two races at the same track again, but not at Keeneland. This time, the Twin Q today features the 10th race at Oaklawn and the 12th race at Oaklawn. Now, the 10th race is an optional claiming allowance race, a mile and 16, four-year-olds and up. The 10th race has 10 in it before any scratches. We got the early scratches, and there are no early scratches in the 10th race at Oaklawn. 10 go to the post there. And then the 12th race... Is an optional claiming allowance race for three-year-olds and up at six furlongs. And there are 12 entered in the 12th race at Oaklawn. And again, no early scratches in that race either. No early scratches in either one. So the 10th race, a route race. The 12th race, a sprint race. That's your twin cue puzzle today at Oaklawn Park, 10th and 12th races. $5,000 up for grabs. Station Casinos is the only place you could play this twin cue. Post time right around 3 o'clock this afternoon. All right. Rich Ang, good morning. Hey, good morning, Rafi. Well, um, 
All I can tell you is uh, there's some interesting racing today. I know it's going to be kind of weird to have kind of the racing day end for us here on the West Coast right around 3 o'clock in the afternoon. But, boy, we got some good cards. Uh, Aqueduct's got a carryover in their pick six. You got a great card at Keeneland and a great card at Oakland. And I know that you have uh, your selection sheet today for the races at Keeneland, 10 of them. And you can get uh, Richie's selections for Keeneland right now at the racedaylasvegas.com website. Nice, uh, nice win by Malathat yesterday, huh, Richie? Yeah, she's, uh, you know, we talked about her yesterday on the show. She, she's certainly one of the ones in a very, very strong Philly and Mare handicap division. And it was a, it was a good selection uh, for the comeback race. And yeah. um, she was just she was just the best horse, you know, even coming off the layoff. Yeah, I, you're right. It was a very good uh, and a prudent selection by the connections to just get it done there in the double dog dare, which, by the way, is a grade three for 300 grand yesterday at Keeneland mm-hmm. as a starting point this year. Because uh, they certainly didn't want to put her up against the $1 million grade one apple blossom field. Only five in the race. But, man, you got Latruska, Clarier, and CC going to lay it down. And this is going to be one heck of a chess game. Yeah, you know, Latruska has a major advantage. She she looks like lone speed on yeah, paper. And, yeah. you know, when, when you've got mature uh, mares at this point with the Clarier and CC, you really don't want to change their running style to to go after Latruska early, it only hurts your own chances. So if they sit their trip, uh, Latruska is gonna gonna be able to set her own pace. She's gonna be tough to catch. No question about that. That's for sure. And uh, it'll be an interesting day of racing. Uh, and the Oakland handicap, uh, you know, they're I don't know. The handicap division is kind of doesn't have a you know a charismatic star in it yet. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, early in the year we we saw uh, you know life is good um, yeah. have his limitations because uh, in the yeah. Dubai race it looked like he hit a brick wall at the 16th yeah. ball. Yeah. But Country Grammar kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah, uh, he ran uh, you know second and first in two major uh, desert races. And now he's getting a little time off, but he's pointing for the Breeders' Cup. But uh, so you know, if he's the best horse in quote in the division right now. Then uh, others are, are probably not afraid of them. I would think. I, I would think, think that the uh, handicap division will certainly. Well, it'll start meshing with the three-year-olds after the Triple Crown in the fall, etc. But for right now, the handicap division looks like pretty wide open and good and competitive. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, competitive competitive racing certainly is at Keeneland today. So uh, where are we going with the pick? Well, I tell you what. Let's go to uh, one of the stakes races uh, in the ninth. The Elkhorn. Uh, I, I saw that the four Phantom. Currency is a scratch out of the race with uh-huh. one of the three horses that look like pace setters. So it looks, it still looks like it's going to be a fairly quick pace. But uh, the horse I, I'm going to try is the one horse on the rail, uh, Bima's Boy at five to or five to one on the morning line with Alberto Vispoli riding for Michael Baker. Mm-hmm. If you take a look at the horse's uh, r- record at a mile and a half, which is a rarely run distance even for older horses, uh-huh. has two wins and a second and three starts, and um, coming off a two year layoff. Has had two prep races at fairgrounds. I think is ready for best effort for Mike Maker. Let's go twenty-five win place, two for the ROI. Number one, Bema's boy in the ninth in the Elkhorn. All right, the ninth race uh, today at uh, Keeneland, the Elkhorn. Uh, Richie likes number one, Bema's boy, with Mister Rispoli aboard. Uh, the one in the ninth race, five to one on the morning line, twenty-five win place, two dollar ROI, two to win on the one in the ninth. Maybe he can duplicate something that uh, Fenwick uh, Station did yesterday in a mile-and-a-half allowance race where Luis Saez backed up the field and won that race at a mile-and-a-half on the turf, wire-to-wire. Maybe that's the M.O. Yeah, a mile-and-a-half is a, is a grueling distance. You know, the Belmont Stakes distance is rarely run, but, uh, you know, it's actually good to have either speed or tactical speed uh, yeah. historically in a mile-and-a-half yeah. race. So. Yeah. I think Bruce Bully would just sit uh, a few lanes off the lead and try to run on that lane. Yeah, the mile-and-a-half marathons like that get to be a gallopers race, you know, and, and if you can get let exactly. them settle and get the wind in their lungs, that's good. All right, Rich Enks uh, plays at Keeneland right now at racedaylasvegas.com. Thanks a lot, Rich. Hey, thanks, Rob. Good luck, everybody. John and Jerry, wrap it up. You know the deal. We'll be right back. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. 
Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service. Bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. The Race Day Las Vegas Show. The only exclusive daily local media racing information source in Las Vegas. Well, I got a couple of busy guys standing on the line. We'll go to John Lendo first, Southern California. But, John, there's no racing there in Southern California today. So don't be, uh, you know, don't let your car automatically go to Sanita today. <laughs> That's all right. The race book in my office here is open, and, and wage, wagering is open, and we've got morning and afternoon racing. We're good to go today, so you no got, problem there. You've got two Lindo reports, full Lindo reports, one for Keeneland, one for Oakland, two fantastic cards today, full Lindo reports right now exclusively at the South Point, where, of course, we'll be doing the uh, Derby Seminar. Uh, two weeks from today, we'll be watching the Derby right there at the uh, South Point uh, Ballroom, that's for sure. Uh, this kid, uh, Isaac Castillo, uh, a new uh, face on the scene at Oakland, but he's doing well, isn't he? He is. He's been riding at Tampa during the winter, but uh, he had a chance to go over to ride. He's been the regular rider for Jerry Hollendorf up at Monmouth Park. Ah. Uh, and Jerry he said, hey, come on over here. We've got some business for you. And he's been there since April 7th. He won two more races yesterday. He's had eight wins since April the 7th down at Oakland. So that's a pretty good number. And then with the purses down there, he's making an impact. And then he'll go back to Monmouth in, in May after Oakland ends. But keep an eye on this kid, Isaac Castillo. He looks good on a horse. Tell him to uh, not pack the whip because he probably won't be able to use it at Monmouth. Uh, that's well, they're going to change those rules a little yeah, bit. So yeah. they will be able to use one this year with those new he's a regulation yeah, so that, yeah. that, that's changing uh, jose ortiz is still critical of it that's for sure you know what Here, here's an is another one of these things that happened with the late money coming in uh that winter i was alluding to uh fenwick station winning the mile and a half turf race yesterday keeneland loaded into the gate at seven to one loaded into the gate at seven to one and he won the race and paid ten twenty. Yeah, it's getting ridiculous, Ralph. Uh, we really honestly don't know. The the tote board is almost useless now. You have to look at will pays going into each race to kind of get an idea of what the final price is going to be. And uh, it's very, very hard to find overlays. We're working, but it's hard. Yeah. All right, let's uh, do a couple of quick picks. We've got to make room here for uh, Jerry real quick. So uh, where are we we're going to Keeneland first? Keeneland first. Let's go to Keeneland, the 10th and final today. In the 10th and final, number 1A, Momentus. Really nice maiden win at Fairgrounds. Beat a horse named Marsalis, who came back and won by a distance. So I think it was a live race from an outside post. Uh, this horse had to get a good pressing trip. 4-1 to one on the program, number 1A. The one is scratch, number 1A, Momentus, to play race 10 at Keeneland. Right. Uh, when, uh, why run two and one will do, they say. So the 1A is in, and that's your play. The 1A in the 10th race at Keeneland. What about Oaklawn? Seventh race at Oaklawn Park today. In the seventh race, number seven, Ace High Royal. I love the way this horse finished in his debut at, at Oaklawn. That was five and a half furlongs. Gets six furlongs today. There's some pace to set him up. Jose Ortiz picks up the mount, and the Moquette horses run better second time than they do first. So 7-2 on the program, number 7, Ace High Royal, race 7 at Oakland. Seventh race, number 7 at Oakland. Full Linda reports, Oakland and Keeneland right now at the uh, South Point. You going to work? I'm going to thoroughbredla.com at top of the hour. We're going to go over some of those workouts today for the Derby Probables. All right. you got it. Thanks a lot, John. All right. Good luck today. All right, Jerry Jackowitz, uh, you got a, a, gave us another reverse play winner yesterday at Aqueduct, and, uh, of course, uh, we'll get a couple of plays out of Aqueduct for you today. You bet. You know, we, we like the reverse plays, but we also like to win. That's the always best. But, well, you uh, were you when you gave out that play, you said, you know, you, you were trying to beat the dead favorite and you couldn't do it, but you ran second, and that counts as a reverse play. Right. Well, sometimes also what happens, you know, we're sitting here looking at, you know, hopefully an honest track or something. 
That was a real dead inside speed track. I hope you all mark that down for your own records. Uh-huh. And it really, it really, the horses that got out on the lead on the inside really had a big edge all day long. So, uh, and any, if you saw any horses really closing in the stretch, there were one or two. Uh-huh. Keep an eye on them for the future. All right, let's go to the fourth today for our first play today, Ralph. Okay. The fourth at Aqueduct. All right. Um, and we're going to the outside, so I'm, I'm looking for the track to play pretty honest. Number seven, Snicket, and he's listed five to two. But if you get two to one or better, I think it's a great play. I think he's just faster than these. All right. Um, and I'm going to play the seven over the two and the five, do some reverses, two and five back over the seven. But the seven, that'll be my first pop-out key at Aqueduct. Fourth race at Aqueduct. Number seven is your play. That's the key. The $2 ROI. Two to win on the seven. The link-ups are two and five and reverse. Don't forget the reverse. In the fourth race, seven over two, five and reverse. That's the first play. Second play? Yeah, I'm going to go to the um, Woodhaven Stakes in the ninth. And this is no Lasix, so just keep that in mind. And uh, I'm going to take number three, Chanceau. I think that's the correct pronunciation. Good enough for me. Uh, for Okay, for Todd Fletcher, um, this is a three. You know, I love I love handicapping three year olds early in the year, mm-hmm. and you can just see how this cult came back last time on March twentieth with a just a sensational easy win against you know a pretty decent group. But you can see the first quarter is twenty five and two, and the third quarter is twenty three and one. He's really? going faster as he goes longer. Yeah, I'll take him going a mile here. The three at five to one, I love. I'll play the three over the one five six. Do some reverses. But the three, Sean So, that'll be my feature play and pop-out key today. All right. In the Woodhaven Stakes, ninth race on the card at Aqueduct. The key here, the effective feature play on his uh, power pages, number three, Chanceau. The three, and the link-ups are one, five, and six in reverse. $2 ROI, two to win on the three. The power page for all of Aqueduct, available right now at all the station casinos where today their twin queue for $5,000 will be the 10th and 12th races at Oak Lawn Park today. And, again, uh, the power page is there at uh, Station Casinos as well. And the Twin Key will go right around uh, 3 o'clock this afternoon. Well, Jerry, we've got 14 days, 6 hours, 46 minutes, and 1 second. Nope. Make it. Yeah. It's, I we're, love it. We're ticking, we're ticking away for the uh, Derby. And I know that you will probably uh, start forming opinions soon on the Derby and the Kentucky oh, Oaks yeah. field as well. So, with I that. I promise in- you I'll have one by the time it's necessary. <laughs> Okay, thank you. I appreciate that. Don't be giving it to me on May May 8th, because that ain't going to work. Okay. <laughs> what, I don't get the past post? No, you don't. <laughs> All right, Jerry, enjoy. Uh, and, of course, so we'll be back tomorrow morning at our usual start time, 8 a.m. on the weekends. God willing, click, click, don't rise. Get out there and enjoy today's racing and enjoy the day. Jerry, go ahead and say it. Have a great race day, everybody.